This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. The issue of school prayer has come up again. And it seems to be on a fairly regular basis in Alberta because there are still a number of schools around the province, public schools, where the Lord's Prayer is part of the daily morning routine. Now, the schools that still have prayer have different ways of addressing it. We mentioned the situation in Tabor, where initially students in Tabor were all being forced to say the Lord's Prayer. In fact, the student was punished for not saying the prayer, and that's what sparked the whole uproar there. Well, the prayer was taken out. It's back in, and uh, students can leave the classroom or not participate. But, of course, that's uh, a way of, of identifying, forcing those, those people to identify their religion. Now, the courts elsewhere in Canada have ruled that this is unconstitutional. Uh, but there's also a, a constitutional quirk in Alberta and Saskatchewan that's uh, allowed the issue to persist. Uh, the latest story here in Alberta is uh, in Wetaskiwin, where uh, some parents who were surprised to find out that their kids were being forced to say the Lord's Prayer in a public school uh, raised the issue. The Wetaskiwin Regional Public School Board has decided to change the policy. Interestingly enough, we also get news out of our neighbors in Saskatchewan, where a school in Moose Jaw Public School has also taken out the Lord's Prayer. Now, certainly if students want to pray, or parents want their kids to pray, there are a lot of ways of addressing that. I mean, you can all say a prayer together over the breakfast uh, table in the morning. But if students at school want to pray, that, that can be accommodated. But should public schools be the one to impose a religion? Well, it's certainly something our next guest experienced himself. Luke Feven uh, is with the group A Pupil, Alberta Parents for Unbiased Public Inclusive Learning. Luke, great to have you with us. Welcome to the show. Hi, Rob. Good to be with you. All right. Well, does it seem as though there's some, I don't know if it's, it's momentum? Is, is, it, is it a trend? Are we seeing a trend towards public schools removing the Lord's Prayer? Um, I don't know whether we're seeing a, a trend or we're, whether we're just seeing, um, you know, diligent and brave work by parents uh, prepared to, to stand up and, and pick off these uh, these schools. Um, you know, we still have a number of schools where parents have uh, spoken up about their concerns uh, on this matter, and they've been denied. They've had their charter rights denied them um, by their by their public boards. So, um, I, you know, I, I think this is, I don't think it's a trend. I think it's a, um, a, a continued effort um, by people to be brave and, and stand up and speak out about this. But that, that's unfortunately the way it seems to come about. I'm not aware of any case where a school went on its own and said, hey, it turns out this school is still forcing kids to say the Lord's Prayer. We should stop that. It always seems to be a, a brave parent having to to speak out and you know and and be the face of the controversy yes and that's the you know that's my frustration actually with with minister Egan here um is that uh the 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 charter ruling is is clear it's completely unambiguous and of course um you know we have this this old loophole this privilege that's being that's being leveraged um but every every time it, it, if you if you talk to the the parents from Wataskwin, they will say the same thing as every other parent. They waited months, if not years, to speak up because they were scared. Because they were scared about the backlash, and parents shouldn't have to be scared to speak up for the rights of themselves and their children in a public school. 
Um, but unfortunately, that's what happens. You know, my, my, my own experience was we spoke up. We ended up being driven out of our school. Um, uh, you know, the, the lady you're talking about in Tabor, she was driven out of Tabor. She doesn't live in Tabor anymore. Um, a slightly different issue, but the Morinville uh, public secular school issue. A dozen families spoke up um, for their secular rights there. Half of those families uh, don't live in Morinville anymore. It's, it is appalling that regular people keep having to pay the price for this. And it's really on Minister Egan and, and these boards to start making um, better, more appropriate decisions about this. Mm-hmm. So do, do we have an idea how many schools, public schools in Alberta, still have the Lord's Prayer uh, as, as part of their daily morning routine? Um, no, is the straight answer. Um, uh, there have been a number of efforts to try and record this data, and it's, it comes back incomplete. Um, I would say there's probably uh, ha- half a dozen, uh, half a dozen Christian public schools um, that I think we can all agree is really just a, a, a non, non-issue. Um, although we can talk about whether we should have Christian public schools, of course. Um, but the um, but we we know of half a dozen schools where parents have spoken up and asked for this problem to be taken care of. Um, there's probably a dozen more at a guess, um, uh, but we we just don't know. But it sounds as though this this matter in Wetaskiwin. There was a meeting last night. But um, it seems as though there's, is there, I don't know, it's, it's been more controversial elsewhere. Does it seem as though maybe this has been resolved amicably? Um, as best as I can tell, and from what I've heard, absolutely. And, and you know what, the, uh, the Wetaskiwin Public School Board should, should probably be given a tip of the hat, as well as um, uh, Danielle and Ashley, the parents that spoke up, because this was taken care of very quickly. Uh, the, 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 board, um, the, the board, I note, did say that last week, they were unaware of any any parents that had a problem with this, and th- that is an indication uh, of the inherent problem that people were afraid to speak up. Um, but you know what? They've done absolutely the right thing. You know, I think a moment of silence. It's inclusive. That's how our public schools are supposed to be. Uh, yeah, everybody can still exercise their own personal rights, and um, I, I think this is a great call. We do have you know other school jurisdictions in. Uh, Alberta, uh, where we're still making kids uh, get up and walk out of classrooms on their own. Um, you know, there are cases where children have actually converted from their, their family belief of atheism or non-belief uh, to, uh, to Christianity um, during uh, the, the, uh, trying to get that child excused from uh, doing the prayer. I mean, it's, it's mad the examples of what is still going on around uh, Alberta. It was interesting. In, in Moose Jaw, uh, they took out the Lord's Prayer, and they begin the day with a um, moment of silence, I think, a moment of reflection, a mindful moment, I think they call it. Uh, is, is that a reasonable compromise then? Yes, absolutely. I, um, you know, I, for, for the listeners, it should be pointed out that the, the reason Saskatchewan is relevant is because it's... Uh, because of the way Alberta and Saskatchewan came into Confederation and the, the fact that it's exactly the same piece of legislation from 1901 um, that allows this loophole for people to choose um, to direct that a school open with the Lord's Prayer. Um, 
a moment of silence, a reflectful moment, absolutely the way to go if our schools are really about being safe and caring and being inclusive and not about, um, you know, privileging one religion over and above all the others uh, in a multicultural society. It's, it's mad that we are still doing this in Alberta. Well, explain why it's it's an issue, because uh, some of the people texting say, well, eh, who cares? Or what if most people at the school are, are Christian anyway? Um, well, you know, I, that's, that's quite a nuanced question. I mean, the, the, the point is that freedom from religion is an equal uh, charter right to freedom of religion. Now, the, the, the fact that somebody doesn't think that freedom from religion is an important right is, is kind of moot, um, you know, to those of us that freedom from religion is an important right. It's, it's important and it um, deserves to be upheld uh, in, in exactly the same way. Now, the, the, the scary thing is that what a lot of school boards do is that they keep putting this out to a vote. Um, saying that we'll do what the majority wants. And there, there have been rulings and a wonderful expression called uh, the tyranny of the majority. The, the, the reason that we have rights is so that the, the majority can't vote away the rights of a minority. I mean, it would be mind-blowing to think that the majority would rule on who could use the water fountains. Um, and yet we do exactly the same thing. Uh, and yes, I, that, that, that might sound like hyperbole, but it's, it's exactly the same part of the Charter um, that says that, um, you know, that non-religious um, uh, people and people that aren't Christians uh, should not be coerced or forced into praying in their public schools. Well, public schools, I, I think, should not be taking sides with any particular religion or imposing any kind of particular religion. I, I think the same would apply that if you had a, a neighborhood in, in Edmonton or Calgary where a majority were Muslim families, I don't think people would would be fine with that public school forcing all students to say a Muslim prayer. I mean, if you want to send your kid to a religious school, in Alberta you have that option, but the public school should not be taking sides, I think is, is the bottom line here. Yeah, that, I think you're bang on. And I think for most people, most reasonable people, and absolutely most reasonable people of faith, um, see that, you know, it's just not appropriate, it's not fair, it's it's not right in this day and age. Unfortunately, we do have um, pockets or communities of people that, that you know, the, the, there are people that still believe that Canada is a Christian country, and therefore Christianity in particular deserves to be privileged uh, over and above all other faiths. And, um, you know, I think if you, if you want to look at what Canada is really founded on, you, you know, you, you look at the Charter, um, and it's about equality and, and inclusiveness. And uh, this practice of, of doing the prayer and foisting it on everybody else and excluding non-Christian children is is about as non-Canadian as we can get. Yeah, indeed. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, as you say, I mean, it's uh, still an issue in a number of communities around Alberta. I think we'll be uh, discussing this again at some point. Luke, thanks for joining us here today. Appreciate this. You're welcome. Thanks, Rob. All right, that's uh, Luke Fevin, a uh, parent who himself has uh, had to deal with this, and uh, he's involved with the group A Pupil, Alberta Parents for Unbiased Public Inclusive Learning. 974-8255 is the number. More thoughts on this when we continue here. It's Afternoons on News Talk 770. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.